Hi everyone and welcome to Experiential Spark. In today's Spark episode, we focus on organizational network analysis, which we learned about in the Culture Renovation by Kevin Oakes, which we discussed back in episode three. It's our first guest interview, so we are excited and a little nervous as we are joined by our expert Lisa to guide us through this topic. We hope you enjoy it and as always, we welcome your feedback. In Cultural Renovation, Kevin Oakes refers to organizational network analysis as the tool to identify influencers, energizers, and blockers in your organization. Rob Cross, the leading expert in this field, says it's a powerful means of making invisible patterns of information flow and collaboration visible. As understanding social network becomes increasingly important, we've asked Lisa to join us today. And Lisa, maybe you can briefly introduce yourself. Yes, sure. Thank you, Marluca. Uh, my name is Lisa. I'm 28 years old and I'm living in Amsterdam. I've always been passionate about human behavior and our drive to organize things, uh, especially when it comes to our work, what keeps us occupied most of our times. And in my profession as a consultant, I have a chance to analyze this behavior in an analytical way by doing network analysis. Great. And I wonder, Lisa, if you could maybe give us a brief definition of what organizational network analysis is, or maybe some of the problems or scenarios it could help us with when we're at work. Yes, definitely. Organization network analysis is a way to visualize the informal ways of working in an organization. It is a visualization of collaboration patterns that are hard to measure. You can look into it both current and in desired collaboration. And it discovers collaboration patterns between different functions, teams, roles, but also some very interesting topics as tenure, gender, and some other cultural aspects. And for me, that makes it the most interesting thing. It makes the impossible possible. It's uh, something that is very hard to measure. And via network analysis, you uh, can still have a look at it. Can you maybe give an example of what informal way of working would be like what is the type of information that we're looking for or the type of collaboration that we look at in such an analysis yeah definitely so i think the first thing that comes to mind is that you are discovering the information flows so you're looking into the organization to see how information is flowing through one employee to another for example is there a specific role in the organization that is connecting other parts or should there be a specific role and then we can test if that is actually going that way but also uh, i think ona can help at the start and evaluation phase of a reorganization it can for example give you insights on how people want to work together and if the proposed reorganization is something that is in line with that and also you can use it for instance to see how people want to work in a customer journey and if that's something that is possible use ONA also in the evaluation phase of a reorganization for instance if you're looking at if people adapted to the new ways of working as how you mentioned it in your new structure and how does an ONA actually take place is it a questionnaire a survey interview so What's the process? 
So it actually is a survey indeed. Well, most of the time we use a survey. There's also a possibility to do it via email communication, but that is gives you less insights than a survey, of course, because with the survey, you can ask a little bit more from people. So we actually ask people whom you currently work with or whom you want to work with. And that can also relate to, for instance, the customer journey part I was just talking about. You can ask in which customer journey part someone is working on. And with that, you can uh, let the algorithm do its work and it will visualize the the collaboration between the employees whom uh, filled in the survey. So you basically just give names in the survey. Is that how it works? Yes, indeed. And uh, I think you you are saying something that is quite interesting as well, because network analysis only works if you also anonymize the data, especially with large organizations. It is about finding out the collaboration patterns between people and seeing how you can structurally make improvements. And it's not about the individual who is performing in in a certain way. So you do give the names of the people so you can link it to the HR data. That's also something that is needed next to the survey. So the combination of the HR data and the survey will give you your network visual. And by anonymizing that HR data, you can still see the collaboration patterns between different functions and teams, but you can't see who is whom anymore. And you mentioned um, letting the algorithm do its work. Does that mean that this is something you cannot actually do on your own? Do you need a system or do you need a tool for this to happen? Do you need an external company for to do it for you or how would this be? Yes, I think you do need something more than uh, just the survey and the HR data because you need to have a specific algorithm that creates the network visuals for you. It works with an X and a Y axis and then finds out who has the most connections and that dot you can find in the middle. And everyone who has less connections are in the periphery of the network. So that is indeed something that you should have at least a network analysis program for. And as a consultant, I definitely need to say that you would also need some experts helping you, <laughs> helping you with that. <laughs> but if you dive deep into it and find it really interesting, I think everyone can do a little bit of network analysis. So I'm thinking about my day job, Lisa, as an HR manager. And, you know, one of the critical things I need to do is understand how people work with other people and whether that's, I guess, by design or by accident, how that relates to the intention that we have so we design an organization so I guess you know is that the sorts of things that this tool can then help you visualize like where is data being stuck or where is flows of information not making it to or might shed light on a particularly really important role that you didn't recognize was important is that how it would help yeah indeed so I think if you look into the information flows you can see the collaboration patterns in a normal network visual but then you would need different kind of algorithms to also show you where information gets stuck for instance I can say in my survey that I work with you Claire but yeah then I would also need to say how accessible you are to me. Uh, And I think that brings me to the most interesting topic in network analysis, and that is looking into culture. So you can, by asking the right questions, you can also measure culture and visualize this in your network visual. 
by looking into HR data as gender, age, and tenure, but also asking specific questions about support, accessibility, and that kind of stuff. So then uh, you can actually find some interesting things out, for instance, where information gets stuck because that person is not accessible, but a lot of people are working with this person. I also discovered an old boys network, for instance, at an organization that you definitely want to spot, or maybe that all the new people are working quite siloed. So that means for you as an HR advisor that you would look into your onboarding process, for instance. You have people who everybody goes to Mm. and also all the work flows to. So people more of a risk at burnout, for example, because they are at the center of everything. Is that also then something that would come from this analysis? Yeah, indeed. And I think, yeah, that's the that's a nice thing about this uh, analysis. I think everyone has a certain visual of how people work together. So if I would ask you to like, what's the role in your organization who has like the most pressure on them or who has the most connections? And I think you both would have an answer to it. But if you look into the collaboration patterns, you would actually maybe find out that it's not that role, but the role supporting that role. Mm, And that gives quite interesting results to look at. And with that, we could help one role out in a, in a particular organization that was packed with work, but didn't have any room to, to move in the organization because it was stuck and it could only talk to one certain person in, in the organization. But all the information kept flowing to them and they didn't have any chance to work on that. And, and how do you, so we often, when we are doing these sort of cultural analysis or reflections of these types of tools, they can throw up stuff that might be difficult to see or explore. So how do people typically respond to, to some of the more challenge, are there challenging aspects, I guess, mm-hmm. of ONA and what are they that's challenging for people to see and And how do people respond? So I think uh, that's a very good point. So I think you need three things for network analysis. That's the HR data, the survey, but also a leadership team that is open to discuss how their teams are working. Mostly when we do a network analysis, you are working with a management team that everyone has their own team and we're actually revealing now to to the whole team how they're... (laughs) working and uh, I must say it's quite confronting for a few people some really are open to looking into it and others can get quite close as well when they see that their team that should collaborate with three others is not and then then you must be open to uh, change something which is also an interesting topic. But I think that's, well, I think that's the second step after the network analysis and why you're, why you're doing the analysis is actually finding out where you can improve your organization and improve uh, ways of working from people. I can see why you would need the help and support of an expert to support those conversations and to really get the value out of the analysis as such, but to make it come to life and be able to talk through those challenges and confronting outcomes, I would say, yeah. 
Yeah, indeed. So I think maybe the, the most common outcome is when you're talking about information flow is that the whole leadership team is mostly find super important in network analysis. But I can, I, I think I can bet you like a hundred euros for now that in all the analysis that I'm doing, that they're also inaccessible, which mm -hmm. is not a bad thing. They are super busy and they are people who are maybe less reachable. Is that something that we find okay? Or is that something that we want to work on? That isn't a question to the leadership team. It links back then to the, what is the culture that you want to have? And how does shining a light on the connections people have support you or undermine you in achieving that culture? Indeed. In a way yeah. that you, you can't access easily otherwise, I think. I think you're really getting it, uh, Claire and Monica. It's uh, it's so it's not about bad or wrong or good or, but it's about what what are your ambitions and if that's an open door policy from the leadership team, then it will give you uh, yeah, it will give you some feedback to uh, look into that even more and see how you can improve it. What's been your biggest surprise from a network analysis you've done? That's a good question. I think my biggest surprise was I think two things. One was the one with the rule that I was talking about. So there was a specific rule that was holding the network together, helping out everyone else and was also under a lot of pressure and no one in the organization knew that. It was a surprise to the whole leadership team that we could uncover that that specific rule was really critical but also under a lot of pressure and with a lot of people going through this uh, this person and another interesting finding i had was from a multinational that was working in a lot of countries and it was expecting in certain countries for instance in countries uh, in europe that they had a really good culture and at the end the best culture was in china and we asked the leadership team how come that you have such great cultural results and I know that, that she was saying, well, you just need to make it fun for your employees. And if two people can't, if two teams can't really connect with each other, we just have Friday drinks and we make it fun. And then everyone knows more about each other and can also find each other more. And that was the most easy intervention I have ever heard. To I love the simplicity. Friday, the simplicity. Between yeah. two teams that normally don't see each other. And all of a sudden it went well. Okay, I, I must say, I don't think it would always work. But the simplicity of that was great. We have a podcast on that called The Culture Map. Great book. <laughs> Very recognizable. Lisa, thanks so much for sharing your experience with us and your passion for ONA. Brilliant to hear. And I think this is a topic that's going to become more relevant as we go through. I think, you know, uncovering culture and how it works in a visual way, in a data and systematic way is so important. So a huge thank you, Lisa, for joining us. And for you guys listening, if you want to find out more, we're going to share some resources on our podcast site and also on Instagram. So you can check out some of the resources that we've used that have helped us as well. And Maluka, where can people get in contact with us? So you can look us up on Instagram at, at experientialspark. You can contact us by email via experientialspark at gmail.com. And you can also leave us a voice note from whatever platform you're listening to us from. So please 
go get in touch with us, leave us your feedback, let us know whether this was useful for you to listen. And if you are going to do an organizational network analysis, then do definitely let us know how it went and what surprised you the most from doing the analysis. So thanks for listening and see you later. Bye.